Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi guys, welcome back to Unfiltered Kitchen. And as promised, today we're yeah. going to... Dive into questions. We're going to dive right into questions. because yeah. Last time we talked yourself out. Yes, we, we just... talked right by the questions. We did. Okay, there was one that we wanted to pull up from Unfiltered Kitchen's page. So, it says... Hey, Papa Floyd, I would like to remain anonymous. I have a question for you. If you don't mind giving some advice from experience or just being a man, what is your stance on men cheating in a relationship? Do you believe men can cheat and still love their partner? My boyfriend of almost two years recently cheated me, cheated on me. Mm -hmm. I found out via text messages in his phone of a girl he was talking to that works at his job for almost over a month. He told me they were just texts and the conversation was meaningless. His stance is that men can do those things if he is a provider, a leader, takes care of our daughter, his stepdaughter, and tells me all the time his heart is with me and he would die for us. However, he says as a man, men can get away with those things because they don't have any emotional attachment to the girl as women do if women cheat. I personally don't think it makes it right even if he is a provider, etc. What are your thoughts? Okay, so there's a lot to unload. There's some things he said that are true. Some things that he said are make no sense. So let's start from, well, I'm going to start not even on them. It's going to tie into them, okay? And I know people, there's people that aren't going to want to hear this. Or it's going to take them a minute to digest this. But I think once you hear it, you will clearly understand it. So we are animals. Okay. We're mammals. Okay. Okay. God created plants, animals, da, 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 da. Okay. In his creation, he created some animals, whether they be mammal or, or, uh, you know, live by the, by the ocean to mate and have a soul mate for their life. Okay. There are some animals that are like that. I know there's some bird, uh, bird species that are like that. There are some, um, Water species that are like that, okay? They mate for life. Okay. All right? Okay. And then there are other animals that do not mate for life. It's just, he didn't create it that way. Okay. Okay? It happens to be that man and woman were not created to mate for life. Okay. Okay? So, is there, so what we're doing in the Institute of Marriage is we're going against our natural way. Our natural way is to go out and have relationships with, you know, numerous people. That's our nature. Now, I'm not saying that's men's nature. That's our nature. Okay. But because of societal pressures, societal pressures, we've been boxed into believing that um, monogamy is the right way to live your life. But it's not a natural way. That's why men cheat. That's why women cheat. 
We're not a species that God created to be with one person. He's done it with some, with some animals and that's what they do. They stay with that one mate and that's their life. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't make us that way. So that's just a side note. Okay. So back to him now. He started off talking about men can get away with this because they are a provider, take care of their child, da, 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 da. That's all BS. That's him running game, okay? And it's terrible game It's at terrible that. game. It's terrible not, you know, game look, at that. If you as a woman let, let somebody lay that kind of game down, then, you know, uh, kind of shame on you. Yeah, that's okay? terrible game. I'd rather him play the game of like, just deny it. Just lie and deny it. What no, mean? not deny it. I mean, she has the text, but at least just say it was, I didn't mean anything. Okay. And so that's the next point. That, yes. But, but saying I can do this because I provide, yeah. I can do this because I take care of your child. Yeah. I can do this because I'm the man. Right. No, no, it does not work that way. You can only do that if you allow him to do it. If the relationship allows him to do it. Okay. Don't allow him to do it. Don't. Do not go out like that, girl. Okay. Don't do it. But now to the second point. There is no second no, point. No, she needs to bounce. No, 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 no. If that's no, his no, mentality, no, no. No, no. yes. Well, I mean, if, if that's his mentality, but let's go past his mentality because she asked the question, can men be in relationships and just look at it like it's a piece of meat and with no emotional attachment? And yes, they can. Women can too. I'm sure they can. Yeah. Yeah. So could he still love you? Love you truly? Love you deeply? He could. Because it's be a, you know, one of those hell of mistakes. You know, young and dumb, you make mistakes. He could, but I think that there's something else to it. I think the fact that he's not, he's excusing his behavior because he's the sole provider. And that's not okay. Well, that is a strike. I mean, I don't agree with that either. Okay. But I've, we've already voiced our opinions on that. I think that shows a lot about his character. Okay. What's he going to do next and say, well, I paid the bills today, so I get to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we already said, you know, we're in agreement that that, that doesn't buy you anything. Yeah. That's a responsibility that you have as a man, you know, and as a mate and as, you know, a, a growing family. That's just part of the deal. It's like she's got responsibilities also. That doesn't excuse you from any behavior that's outside the norm of your family. Right. It doesn't sound like he's saying, oh, shit, I got caught. It's not going to happen again. No, he's trying to run a little head game. He's where, saying, know, I, have right I pay the bills. I have the right to talk to her. I want to talk to her. It doesn't mean anything. It's just sex or it's just texting. Okay. So we've already established, no, he does not have that right. No, and I would much rather but, you go out and just screw someone on a drunk night than have a text thread with someone because that's when stuff does get more than just sex. Okay, stop. That's stop when it's just, a, that's when you build an emotional connection. You got to hear what you just said. I'd rather, rather you go out. You'd rather have your person sleep with somebody. And it's than, a one-time mistake about it. than you sitting here texting with this person all day for months. Yeah. So you'd rather your person actually sleep with him as opposed to this pretending to sleep with him. No, no, no. Or playing fantasy no, games. No, I'm saying sitting there and texting somebody for months. That's you're really talking to this person. Yeah, but but you know what I don't want all... you to talk to somebody for months. Okay. I'd rather you go out on a drunk night and be like, I fucked up. What the fuck do I do? But you know what else they didn't do for the months that they were talking to him? I'm sure he slept with her. He he. They didn't. Let's say that he didn't though. Let's say he, he then did. He didn't break that. That he didn't break that sin. I'm sure that, he slept that, with her. Why would you? She said all it was was dick pics. Did she say something about dick pics in here? I didn't see nothing about no dick pics. Oh, I thought he was sending dick pics. Look at us making up dick pics. Oh, did I make it up? I think you did. Well, what, he's just texting her? Well, if he's just texting her, then where's, where's the problem? 
You, you can't be just texting some girl from your job. Was there, there had to be something in there. I thought I, I'm I thought, not, there's nothing in here about dick pics and I'm not about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, pre, pre, do a quick breathe. Well, Dad, there's nothing well, about what, dick pics. Well, let me hear what the texts were all about. There's nothing about, she doesn't explain what the texts were about. She just says that he was texting the girl at the job. Yes. Okay. I, I'm not saying he's, you know, look, I need a little more evidence. I need a little something. What did he do wrong? He's he just needs texting. a dick pic. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's just talking to somebody else. Okay. Let us know if there were dick pics involved or not. I, maybe that's, I just insinuated or assumed. You assumed. Okay. You assumed well, there were. Maybe I was trying to, there's got to be something. See, I'm not good with, he was talk, texting. Okay. So I'm let, good with that. So let's say he was talking to somebody. Are they married? She said, no, boyfriend. Boyfriend, two, two years. years. That's still committed. It's like married, okay? But, you know, there's a difference in talking to somebody and actually committing. Yeah, there is. Short of the commitment. Kate, can you stop signaling the sex? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, kind of short of that, yes. you haven't really, you've broken, you've broken some boundaries. But I just you, think that there's you, a okay, commitment but, to sitting and wait, talking to somebody for months. But I think so. Maybe he's broken some boundaries, but he hasn't broken the law. No, but you know we don't know is. that. We need more. We need more. Can you tell us more? Can you tell us more? We're asking you. You okay. know who you are. Yeah. Follow up. Let us know. We need to follow up. We need a little more details. All right. Come and hit us on Pipe Speak. All right. So we're just going to go to the next question. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm going on to Speak Pipe. I have not. Oh, but you know what? I just want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. I was, I've really been thinking about what we talked about in the last podcast about not only about time dating your yeah your intentions date setting date setting mm-hmm. man that's so strong you want to get some stuff done do your to do list and then to put dates on time dated yeah date the date setting. setting is is it yeah all yeah. right okay let's see what someone has to say that can really make a really productive twenty twenty four. Hi, Papa Floyd. So I listened to you guys' podcast and I love it. So I wanted to tell you kind of like a predicament that I'm in and see what kind of advice you would give. Um, So I'll try to talk fast since I know you said that you don't like when people talk slow. Um, So I was in a relationship for five and a half years and I eventually got to a point where I needed to end that relationship. There was just certain things that were happening um, like communication wise or just unhealthy behaviors where I felt like I couldn't really trust him. Um, He had like a little bit of like gambling issues, wasn't a good communicator, um, could be mean at times. So I ultimately ended the relationship and then after I ended it, um, he began to see our couples therapist individually and has been doing a lot of work and therapy for the last four months and has been working on a lot of the things that was not working in our relationship Um, and essentially he wants another chance with me and I'm not sure if I can get to a place of trust and forgiveness because I don't want to enter into a relationship if I can't get to that place. So just curious if you have any advice on what should I do? Um, Is it better to just kind of leave the end of the relationship where it's at and move on or not? Well, five and a half years in, I'd give it another Two Give or it three another months. Time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there must be something about the two of you that that did click. 
you know, not to say that there, there were definitely rough spots. I hear that. I hear that in your voice. I hear, I, I hear it. But, you know, what else do you want for him? I mean, and I'm not, not, you want a person to go and try to heal or get counseling or get correction, get some consultation, make it right. Mm-hmm. And that's what he sounds like he's trying to do. Now, if you know your heart of hearts is just not in it anymore, that could be, you could have gotten to that spot, you know, where you just, you don't have any more room. You know, if you're at that spot, then I would say, Cut it loose. Everybody go their own way. Become friends. You should You should still be able to be really good friends after five That's and a half years. That's something you've always said. Anytime I've dated someone that we ever use the word, like, I love you, my dad is like, there's no reason why you and that person cannot be friends. There's no reason. And I, I didn't understand it growing up, but now I'm older. I realize, like, I get what you're saying, yeah. especially in, like, those childish, you know, relationships. But I'm still... I'm I'm not cool with one of my exes. I'm cool with like my first real boyfriend. His mom talks too. Mm, okay. yeah, I'm still cool with them. Yeah. But anybody else I don't talk So to. in a nutshell, I think you should put another couple months in it. And I see. think so. Particularly if you still have some feelings for him. Yeah. You know, I mean he's 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 doing what you would want him to do. Yeah. To make it right. To it get better, sucks to get that, smarter. that they had to break up though for him to do what he had to do. But I have been there. With Zach, yeah. to where I'm like, you're not doing what I need you to do, and then we break up, and he's like, I'm gonna figure it out, or he comes back once he's like, I did all the things you needed me to do during that time. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that it's all about consistency. So if you decide to get back with this person, it's how they show they're consistent with the habits that they were trying to break in the first place, and that kind of was like my, um, like my own personal. Uh, battle was that I wanted to see if you were going to be, I wanted to see if Zach was going to be consistent after we got back together, after we had to break up because he wasn't doing certain things or he was doing certain things. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how is it when we get back together, are you going to go back to doing dumb shit? Are you going to go back to, you know, whatever it is, or are you going to be consistent in moving forward? And I think that was the part that showed me, okay, we can move forward together. I I just want to say one other thing to the young lady, you know, she was naming something. Did she say gambling? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, gambling is one thing. Gambling to where you're losing your money to pay the bills is different. Well, gambling is just no different than playing basketball. I mean, some people just like to do it. It costs money. It's not like it's illegal. It's not like it's hurting anybody. You know, so don't take, you know, don't take things too far out of perspective. Uh, Maybe it's not something you understand, but if he gets joined, it's like I gamble. I play poker. Yeah. If I played poker and couldn't pay the rent, it'd be different. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and I'm not, you know, if he's in that kind of boat, well, then yeah, he needs, he needs to pull the brakes up, put the brakes on. Um, but your no mate is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't want you to have a hit list for things for him to do. What you're doing is looking to see, is he getting better? Is it that, you know, because you said mean at times, you know, that's not good. You know, uh, not, I mean, he should learn not to be mean to you, not to be mean to anybody. You know, that's that's development. But if he's developing, becoming a better person, give him a shot. If your heart's not in it. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, Papa Floyd. My name is Honey and I'm from New Zealand. Why does everybody just talk to you? 
talking to you too. Um, I just wondered, is there anybody in your life that if you had the opportunity to, you would love to give them their flowers? Um, for me personally, it was my first property manager to the home I'm in today. Um, about eight years ago, I showed up to the house viewing. I was heavily pregnant, about a month away from giving birth. I was single. Um, I had just finished full-time study, full-time work. Um, and I had no rental history. And I showed up to the house viewing. There was three other couples. And I thought to myself, there was no chance in hell that they would give me the property. I think about a week after that, I get a phone call from her and she said, look, if you can promise me that you'll pay rent on time every week, I will give you the property. Um, and I've been able to honour that promise for the last eight years. Um, so it's meant that I've been able to um, provide myself and my daughter a home and you know, it's beautiful and it's safe and it's just been everything to us. And, um, yeah, so that's that's my person. And I just wondered who is yours? Okay, I have to go back to the beginning. She asked you a question. And I didn't hear the question, but I heard everything she, else. She yeah. heard, that was her explanation. Um, I just wondered, is there anybody in your life that if you had the opportunity to, you would love to give them their flowers? Got it. You got what that means? To give them the flowers? If you have an opportunity in your life to give somebody their flowers, what it means is like, the way I've always heard it is, let's say one of your good friends passes right now, mm -hmm. and everyone goes to the funeral and brings them flowers. Okay. Have you given anybody their flowers while they're alive? So she's saying this is her person. This person gave her a chance. Oh, the person that rented to her. Yes, the person that okay. rented to her gave and her a chance. So she's like, I'm life. giving this person my flowers. Okay. You get what I mean? Yes. So yes. she's saying, is there someone in your life that's giving you a break? That, that is would not that maybe it's a different situation or maybe it's a different story, but maybe someone in your life that has stood out that you would want to give them their flowers right now. I don't know if he's still alive, but back when I was in, when I was younger, so I, okay, finished high school, I was playing basketball. I was okay. I was pretty good. I was, you know, I wasn't all city, but I was doing pretty good. Um, went to Weber State to play, came back, went to Santa Monica. Wasn't very good academically. I just, I wasn't. But when I stopped playing basketball out at Weber, I decided I would be, try to become, take that competitive spirit and become better academically. Mm -hmm. Went to Santa Monica City College. I met a, a professor there, Dr. Berkeley. Dr. Barkley helped me get a job. I was making $10 an hour doing accounting work, which was a lot of money back then, especially for like a 20-year-old hustling kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he also suggested that I go to USC, and he helped me get in USC. That's who I'd like to give flowers to. But I have seen him over the years. I went back and I found him you know, after I kind of did my thing. Because he was at Santa Monica City. He was SC alumni. I went back and he was he was handicapped. He was bound to a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. So I went back a couple of times and saw him. Then I saw him out, I think like at the Greek Theater one time. Yeah. Did he remember you? Yeah, he did. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I've always been very um, grateful for that relationship. Yeah. You know, not only did he give something, he did something immediately, got me a job, a bookkeeping job with the company. He knew the boss and I was, you know, did the job, did the job well. Uh, but the long term that he gave me, because going to SC, you know, kind of opened up a whole nother light. You know, and, you know, I got another, another circle of friends, you know, so it helped my future growth also. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that question. Yeah. Yeah. And congratulations. Thanks, honey. Yeah, honey. Yeah. Hey, in New Zealand. Thanks. Good girl reaching out up over the seaport, over the, over the, <laughs> over the big blue. I want to go to New Zealand. My mom and sister went, I think, last year. They loved it. They'd be everywhere. Yeah. Mimi, you'd be going out. She, there you go. There you go. All right. Hi, Cheyenne and Papa Floyd. Um, I have a question for you guys. Um, so I'm 32. My husband's 33. We just got married about two months ago. And um, we've been together for 10 years. And now we're at the point where um, we're talking about children, having them. Um, but previously, right after we got married, we did have a dog. And we only had the dog for like two weeks. Um, it was a lot on me and him. Um, he's a medical professional and I work a nine to five. So I just felt like a lot of the responsibility was on me. And right now it just psyched me out in terms of being afraid to have kids in terms of trying to make time. Um, so I guess my question is, what could I do to, I guess, not be so psyched out about having kids? Um, I know that this is something that I have to get over, but it just upsets me that I wasn't in a space to, um, you know, care for a dog and from what people are telling me, you know, the amount of capacity it takes to care for a child and a dog are pretty similar. Uh, please help. Thank you. And hope to hear you guys moving forward. Keep up the good work. Just mind laughing, are you? I don't know why I'm laughing because it's not funny, but I would say that I have heard very similar that taking care of a dog is like equivalent to taking care of a child. And I just have to say, I don't agree because I, I, okay, let me backtrack. Okay. I went to Hampton University. Yeah, I knew we were going down here. Okay. My call my mom one day and I had an apartment by myself, but it was like a two bedroom townhouse. And I gave my mom the sob story that I was lonely. I needed a dog, blah, 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 blah. Pebbles. I got Pebbles. Pebbles was a mini miniature poodle, tiny. She would go in my purse and I would take her to class with me. Pebbles was my girl all through college. Pebbles would fly back home with me. She did Christmas out here. I took care of Pebbles. I was a dog mom. Okay. Loved Pebbles. I got pregnant with Ryder. Uh, Pebbles and I were still hanging. And I brought Ryder home. Pebbles tripped out. She tripped out. I remember I told you Pebbles was out the door. She tried to bite Rye. And I was like, nope. I went to my grandpa's house. I went to my papa, my dad's dad's house. And I said, I'm dropping her off. And I'm not coming back to get her. And my grandpa looked at me and was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, I'm not about to argue with you, but what do you need with this little dog? Luckily, my cousin lives above my papa, and she ended up taking pebbles. 
But I was after that, I was like, I'm going to choose my kid over any dog or any animal any day of my life. I realized in that moment, I'm not a true dog mom. Because other dog moms probably would have given Pebbles a second chance or or worked with Pebbles to introduce her to the baby more. I was like, get out. And I had been with Pebbles for years. So I'm just telling you, my level of attachment to Pebbles went out of the window the second my child came into the house. So I think what she's saying in a roundabout way, when you have a child, don't compare it to how you treated the dog. Yes. Because you're your maternal instincts is going to kick, kick in, in so much stronger, yeah. so much harder. You're not even going to think about that dog that you have for two weeks. Okay. Yeah. It's just not the same. And I really think that can be different for every person. Don't get me wrong. I think if I had this conversation with someone else that is a true dog mom, then it would be different. But because you had a dog for two weeks, I think me and you are probably very similar in this case. I don't need a dog. I don't, I didn't, we had two dogs that were here when we first moved in. I told Zach, no offense, I don't want the dogs. We just got this beautiful home. The dogs are tearing our home apart. The dogs chewed our stairs within a week of us closing on our house, and we had to pay around $5,000 to $8,000 to get all the damages fixed. After that, I said, go house these dogs somewhere else. I realized very quickly I'm not a dog mom. So my answer is very easy to say. Do not compare what happened with that dog for two weeks versus you having a child, you just might not be a dog mom. But you being a mom, you could do that. I could do that in my sleep. You could do that. I believe that you can be an amazing mother and maybe you're just not meant to have a dog. I'm going to hit it a little bit different. What happened? Oh, you just turned that. So she was talking about being psyched out from the dog and worried that since she wasn't a good dog owner, she may not be a good mother. Well, you know, you might be psyched into having kids. You know, kids are not for everybody. Everybody, I know people that are perfectly happy that have no kids. I know people that are miserable that have kids. Yeah. So don't think that just because, you know, you are, and you've waited 10 years, been together 10 years. You haven't had kids yet. Everything's happy. I mean, you don't need kids to make it happy. You do need kids to make that perfect American quote, you know, dream family. But you know, one person's dream family is not everybody's. So if kids are not in the program for you and your husband, that's okay. Don't be psyched in thinking that you have to have it. Cause that's the next step. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, Yeah. you know, and look at, you're still young. You don't look at spouse. I mean, I think it's at a good age to, you know, she's commit 32. to family. Yeah, he's so she's yeah, she's, she's at a good, good age. Yeah, good age. But you know what? You might end up going through your life with no kids, and that's perfectly fine too. Don't let the psych or the hype take you somewhere that you don't want to go. Yeah, and there's other ways. Like, let's say maybe you really think about, it and you're like, actually, I'm not ready to have a kid right now. But like, you can go see a fertility doctor and get your um, egg count checked to see what's going on in there to figure out maybe you need to freeze your eggs. Maybe you're one of those women that are going to have kids when they're 38 or a little bit older. So I just think you need to have like that real conversation with yourself to figure out if you truly do want kids. And if it's something that you say, I want maybe this in five years, then I would just go and see a fertility doctor just to get all of your questions answered. And you can learn about like the process of freezing your eggs, or maybe you don't need to, maybe you're super fertile already. I would just go and ask questions before 
you know, you make a big decision like, hey, I want to wait five years or something. That's yeah. that. That's all I would say. Yeah. Talk to your husband, see if he's ready too. You know, don't let age make it happen. Don't 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 be. Don't let age dictate and don't let society dictate. Okay. Don't get psyched either which way. But thanks for thanks for the question. Yeah, she she dropped pebbles like I told her. I told I her too. So I said, you quick. know what? I can't even once lie to I, you. I told her when the, when, she, when she was still pregnant. I said, you know, once the baby comes, you know, you gonna drop that dog. She's like, no, Dad, no. He's pebbles me for life. Pebbles still alive, still at my niece's. She ain't seen pebbles in five years. Pebbles had one chance. She tried to bite right of that one chance, and I packed. I packed her clothes up. I packed her purse. Yeah. I said, you yeah. got to go. Pebbles was everything too. She had everything. That girl had bathing suits. Okay, I'm done. Hi guys. So as a black dad, which I love advice from because I love my dad. He's black. Um, unfortunately, he raised, um, I'm one of five girls. He raised us in a very misogynist way. He raised us very traditional. I am blessed for a lot of the things that he's taught us, the high standards that I have. Unfortunately, he's raised us very submissive, submissively. He wants us to be a little housewife and be good for man, men. You know, he tells us to this day that we'll be nothing but a man and we need a man in our life, yada, yada, yada. So this is the first time in my life I've been single for years. I've been like in the past 10 years, I think I've been in like two relationships. I've like really never been single as an adult so now I'm screwed I, I want to run to a man I don't know what else to do he's I've always had help I've, I was sheltered my life come from a very sheltered life um so I want to run to a man you know I, I fall into relationships and entanglements with guys like situationships who probably don't really care about me and end up not and it's just like I'm just trying to navigate life like I'm 27 I want to get married soon but it's like how do I get out of that trauma of thinking I need a man? Because I think if you ask me, what do you think? Yes, I do. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think that I do. And I know that I can't think this way. So yeah, how do I just break out from that? Just being needy and not being able to trust myself and needing approval and, and love from a man. Mm. I'll take it. I was going to say, you take it. It's such okay. a good question. So there's nothing wrong with being needy like i love my wife she there's certain things that she does i'm just not good at i like that aspect of having a partner okay and hopefully there's things that i can provide for her as a mate that make her her life easier also um you know in terms of being the submissive person i think that's your personality or that is a person that is a part of your person you can choose or choose not to be Okay, you're old enough and mature enough now that whatever dad or your mom, whoever taught you, you can take it and evaluate it and either take it or leave it. You really can. You're old enough and, and from the sounds of you, mature, wise enough to be able to, to make decisions like that. You want a guy, but you don't want to get lost in just taking a guy because you need a guy. That's what she was kind of saying, right? Mm -hmm. So here's, here's what I was thinking. Okay. And again, first first, I think it's nice to be, to be a couple. I mean, you know, I've been times when I've been with a woman. I've been times when I've been single. I've been times when I've been with a woman. I've been times when I've been single. I like it better when I'm with a woman, with a partner, okay? Write down, have an idea what it is you want out of this man. 
What do what are the things, what are the characteristics, the traits that you want him to, to have? Do you want him to be financially a provider or can you handle that role? Do you want him to be an emotional support for you or do you need that? You know, are kids in the realm or is he shooting blanks? I mean, you know, know everything that you want out of this person. So now when you're starting to meet or date, you have kind of, you know, I hate to say it like this, but you kind of have a checklist. You know, if, if a great personality sense of humor is, a, is on your checklist, but you find there's times that he's mean, not only mean to you, but mean to the waiter or mean to the gas man who's just coming by to read the, the meter reading, then you say, okay, mean, definitely not part of my mm-hmm. checklist. You have like your top five. So he's out and keep on shopping yeah. because it may not be the first guy that you run across. Let me tell you something. When I got separated from your mom, before I settled down with Teresa, I probably, I, I can't even tell you the number. How many women you dated? Yes. And is it, no, 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 you're like, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Now I was in a little bit different situation, but you're still in the same situation where you have an opportunity to decide for yourself what you're looking for. Now you're not as apt just to take whatever comes along, whoever's asking you for a date. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think at 27, you know, it's that age where you really do want to be with someone because mm-hmm. within the next few years, you're looking for an engagement, you're looking for a marriage, and it sounds like those are the things she wants. I would say it's really good advice to know what your top five is as far as things that you want out of your partner to be able to not settle with any old random Joe that's coming your way, which seems like you're kind of, like you said, you have a lot of entanglements right now. I would slow down the entanglements and court. I think courting is one of the things that you taught me. I said date as many as you want. He's like, don't go sleep with everybody, right. but date, court, yes. and know what you like, know what you don't like. Yes. So that when you do finally settle down, you know what you like and you're able to verbalize what it is that you want and what you need. That's my tidbit. The other thing I was going to say is I feel like with our generation, we, I keep hearing submissive in a negative way. And I personally do not find it a problem for me to be submissive to my husband. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not independent. That doesn't mean that I don't hold my own. But we did a therapy session one time. So you're taking submissive and making that because it basically has a negative connotation. And I don't and you're think it, it doesn't be. have to. It doesn't yeah. have to be. Yeah. I, we did a therapy session one time and it got brought up in our therapy session that sometime I'm too strong. I'm too, I got it. I'm mm-hmm. too, I figured it out. I'm too, I don't need you. And the therapist said, Chai, do you know how to like get in your soft girl era? And I was like, no, what, the, what does that even mean? And she's like, put a soft voice on and say, I need help. Can you help me do this? Can you do this for me, please? And I was sitting there like, but I can do it myself. And she's like, yes, but sometimes your man wants to feel needed. Yeah, It is okay to let him feel like he's the man and yeah. he can do it. And I, I really, on the way home, I was thinking, damn, what is my soft voice? Like, what is that? And why do I have such a chip on my shoulder to where I have to be so strong that I have to carry the box up the stairs when he's looking at me like, why didn't you just wait two seconds? I was going to carry the box up the stairs. 
That's kind of my fault. And that's your fault. I realized that you made me so like, I can do it. Leave me alone. Like, no, no. Well, it was my te- my teaching of being independent. Yeah, but, but I didn't teach the woman side of it. You taught me how to be independent, but did you teach me how to be a good wife? Um, I've talked. I've talked to you. I'm still talking to you about being a good wife. But you understand, you left the you know the household broke up when you were what, like 15, 17. 13, 17? So yeah, we weren't talking about wives. Really. No, we weren't. <laughs> we, we weren't <laughs> no, we weren't. Kids. But we weren't I, I talked to mom about that too. I'm like, I feel like you guys talked a lot into us. But do I know how to take care of a man? And I feel like that's one of the things I'm learning. You are. And you know, I watch you around the household. And you guys do a good job. You, both of you actually do a good job of taking care of each other. So yeah. I think you've learned it. You didn't learn that from me. You've learned that on your own. Maybe from watching your mom, maybe from watching me. Or I think I've learned couples. it from watching like other people, watching things yes. that you do, watching things that yeah. mom do. Yeah. But I do think in therapy session, it's like the opposite of this girl. It was like I had to learn that being submissive and being needy yeah. is okay. And mm-hmm. that and it's okay. So I, I only say that to say that it's okay to hold on to some of the things that your dad taught you. But it's also okay to learn how to be independent. Because I do think that men sometimes are, attract, are attracted to a little bit of independence or yeah. a woman that can hold their own in a room. Yeah. Yeah. You she, know, she had a there lot needs of to fun. be a balance. Right. Right. And this is one thing this, that happened to do with the answer, but it sounded like she had some mixed messages from her dad too, because she started talking about unfortunately, and then she started talking about high standards. You know, that it's I'm grateful. They taught us high standards. Like, you know, your dad was juggling, the juggling, you know, five women, five girls. Yeah. You know, don't, don't it's not a perfect world. He probably did the best he could, you know. So, and you sound, yeah, and you sound like you're telling him you speak well. So, you know, I, I'd pat dad on the back and say, Dad, thanks, you know, for whatever he taught. You know, let's, let's stay with the high standards part. Don't worry about submissive. Certainly don't blame your dating on him and, and you know, his spin. Because, again, you're older now and you can have your own business. But I'd say date. You said she went out with two people in the last, she's had two real dates. She's had two real dates that lasted, I'm assuming, a number of years. Mm-hmm. And her dad, she's only known three real men. I mean, maybe cousins, whatever. But get out there and date. Date yeah, some. date. Okay? Date. And have your, have your kind of mindset on what you're looking for in a man. You'll find him. You won't settle in for any old Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Okay, let's see. What's your favorite thing to cook? And what do you find the easiest to cook when you're pretty much pressed for time? Tacos. Mm, yeah, easy. Tacos are my go-to. Tacos are good. Tacos and you are... can make so many different kind of tacos. Or. Or what? Well, I, do, I you know, big dish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chili, a big dish. spaghetti. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was one of the things my parents did with us growing up. They made big dishes of stuff that we could eat on for the next few days. Yeah. So spaghetti, enchiladas. Right. Right. Chili stuff yeah. that you just keep. You could go back. You, you could go back. And yeah, keep this eating. heated up. Yeah, yeah, but something quick and easy. I run to tacos. Tacos. You need Zach and I will eat tacos every day. You get tired. <laughs> <laughs> you try it every day. You get tired. We eat a lot of tacos. I can't lie. Okay, let's see. Hi, Shy and Papa Floyd. Okay, this is my situation. So, me and my husband, we have been together for twelve years, married for three. Last year, I filed for divorce, and I'm trying to use Papa Floyd's motto, it's only a problem if you make it a problem. So when I, so last year, my oldest daughter had surgery, and 
Um, she was in the hospital, so he was supposed to take our child, get her off the bus, take her to cheer practice, get her in the house, get her fed, and get her ready for school the next day. So he did not take her to cheer practice. The cheer coach was calling me, wondering where she was. Um, I couldn't get in contact with him. She couldn't get in contact with him. So I had to go to, while my daughter was fresh out of surgery, I had to go to the courthouse, get a restraining order on him, add her to the restraining order so the police can go get my daughter. Can you pause it? So, How did I miss there? something? She went from... Maybe he didn't take her to cheer and he was like, I'm keeping her with me. Maybe that's what I'm getting from is it. Is that what it was? Because that's the only reason why I would call the courthouse to get a restraining order. Is Because when you get a restraining order, you get to keep the kid with the kid with you. Maybe the dad... I'm just assuming... We're definitely going to need more information on this one. But I'm just assuming maybe he took the kid and was like, I'm not taking her to cheer. She's with me and I'm not answering any calls. Assuming. Is that what? Okay. That's assuming, because but it, I don't it, it know. Was, it was like, okay. How did we escalate from not going to cheer to going to court? Right. Okay. Let's just listen okay. to the rest. All right. So now he wants to take the child, but I don't feel comfortable with him taking the child because of that situation. So I tell, I told him that he would have to get a court order to see the child just to cut all of the nonsense out so he can have his allotted time and I will have my allotted time. He doesn't want to do that, but the child is really sad and wants to see him and trying to make it work with him is just terrible. Any advice? Yes, I have some advice. Relax. They've been together 12 years. Okay. You've had a rough three last three years or you've divorced. So let's knock those three years off the table. So that's nine years you've been able to get along with this man. Now you have a child with him and you can't get along. You can't let him see his child because he missed an appointment or something like that. I think she's trying to be the, I think you're trying to be the boss and, and I think you're trying to be the boss of him too. I think you want to, it's almost like you're playing a power card and using your daughter as a chip. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you call us in, give me some more information. But it sounds to me, it sounds like there's a power struggle going on and you want to win. And there shouldn't be a winner here. You have your, the child is even saying, I want to see my dad. He's not saying, I don't want to see her. You're saying, I don't want you to see him. Or I don't know. You're saying, I don't want him to be able to see you. Is that the question? Did you get it like that? Or did I miss something? I don't know. I think I, that for this one, I really hope that you're listening this week and I want you to come back to SpeakPipe or DM us and give us more information. I feel like I can't speak. I can't give an answer because we went from cheer practice to court order with the restraining order. I don't know how we got to that jump because I know that if Corey picked up Ryder from school, missed cheer practice and wasn't answering me or the coach, my immediate response would not be, I need to get a restraining order to get my kid. It would be, are you guys okay? Like, yeah. where is everybody at? You yeah. know? And then if you miss cheer, you miss cheer. But if your kid wants to see your dad, their dad, and he's been a good dad, there's no abuse, there's no sexual abuse, there's no alcoholism, there's no addictiveness. If he's a good dad, which for, I'm going to say he was nine years before it got a little rough, let let him, let him see the kids. Yeah, Don't tripping. use the kids as pawns. But we might be completely wrong. Yeah, we might be. So fill us in if we're completely wrong. All right, guys. 
What was the best thing and the worst thing you ate this week? Best thing that I ate this week, I'd have to say Confections by Shannon. Uh, <laughs> that's my girl. Okay, I had people. I had people hit me up and was like, <coughs> "Shannon doesn't deliver." Does Shannon ship? I, Shannon, if you listen to this, you need to start shipping. If I had not. like three people hit me up and was like, "Well, damn, you promoted her and Shannon don't ship." Hit up Shannon. Let's figure out Shannon shipping. Okay. All right. She shipped it to me. Well, she knows you. <laughs> Shannon, you better stop shipping, girl. Okay. What was the worst thing you ate this week? You have anything bad? Hmm. No, I don't need anything bad. Nothing questionable? No. All right. No. I, I did pick a chip up off the floor, and it felt like I got a little dog hair with the chip. What? Because <laughs> at your house. I feel like I ate a little pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. The dog The dogs that I, I did rehouse had a visit the other day. They We have visitation, okay? Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not that bad. Right, we right. still have visitation. Okay, best thing I've had this week. So it's like two things. So the other day my dad came over, he made oxtails. Fire. I was so hungover. It was like the best thing ever. I wanted to pick up the bone and suck it, but Zach was looking at me and he already thinks it's weird to eat in the tail of an ox. So I just Zach makes us out. I had to um I had to act right. But that was so good. And I was so hungover. So you know when you're hungover, you can only like eat so much to get over the hangover and then you finally get over that hump and then it's like full you're like ready to eat again yeah so i it happened like that but all the food was gone i took some home is that what it was i was well, like well, I was searching thinking, I, I took tea some all you right i'm it. not mad at that but i was I literally looking so for the food time. it yeah. was so good so i i didn't get my fix like i needed yeah. more so i yeah. ordered versailles if you guys live in la you have to try versailles it's cuban food and I got ropa veja, I got black beans and plantains and rice. I got the original chicken, which is like garlic and lemon yeah. sauce with onions. And let me tell you how good their food is. So good. When I come over, they always have food in the refrigerator. I went in and I looked and I saw the condo, c- containers. And I just tasted the plantain. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, this is Versailles. Yes. And then I saw the onions. Yes. And I said, I know it's Versailles. Yes. Yeah. So and good. And Versailles is far from here. That's I don't know so, who. Somehow like, we got somebody to deliver it here. And it was so good. This is how, if you know my husband, he's he's not um, a leftovers guy. He ate Versailles for two days. Oh, did he really? I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Versailles is the bomb. Uh, worst yeah. thing I ate this week. Zach and I have been on like on a Trader Joe's kick of trying different things from Trader Joe's. Yeah. For somehow on my algorithm on my phone, it's like Trader Joe's people like fo- like pages that are dedicated to just trying Trader Joe's and they go and they try all the little pre-made foods or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I get stuck on these rabbit holes and I'm like, I got to go try the the beef beer or whatever, or whatever it is. Yeah. So we've been on one of those kicks and we tried a chicken chili, not chicken chili, but like a chicken Mexican bowl. And it just wasn't it. It was not it yeah. for me. Yeah. Trader Joe's has some really good hits though. Uh, chicken tiki masala, fire. Really? Every day of the week, fire. Mm, so okay. good, never disappoints. But I just today I was like, mm, we don't have to get that one again. So that was probably like the worst thing that I've had this week. Right. Yeah. Best, um, best advice you've had in a week? The best advice I had this week? Yeah. Oh wow, you really put me on the spot. Or the worst? Or the worst advice I've had this week? Yeah. I, I don't think anybody's honestly given me advice this week okay i'm trying to think 
Well, my best advice, I'm hitting it for the third time, is that time date. That's that's that date, time, setting. date setting. That's, date setting. That I'm telling you, I was thinking about it on the drive out here. Jasmine gave I, me that I advice. I get so much more done. You know, I was thinking about some of the things I wanted to do this year. Mm-hmm. still haven't been done. You know, clean the garage. I got an extra room I haven't cleaned out. Mm-hmm. Desk is full of stuff. I'm going to put a date on it. Date set. Make it happen. Date set. I got invited to do a... Uh, for next year, a Capital One panel, and it's like based off of financing. And my friend hit me up and was like, "Hey, can you do this Capital One panel for me?" And I'm like, "What finance? I don't do nothing with finance." He goes, "You make money. You handle all your finances, right? You know how to make money. You know how to count your money." I was like, "Okay, yeah, baby, I am the one." Fine. <laughs> and then he was like, "Don't you plan goals to make more money?" I was like. Okay, yeah, he's like, exactly. So you can come and talk to people about being a creator and influencer in how you make money. And then I was thinking in my head, date setting. I'm yeah. going to talk about how I date set. This past two months, I've been date setting to hit my financial goals. Mm. And it had my mind thinking, and I'm like, oh, I can do it. I need yeah. to go get a, yeah. a little fancy uh, fake suit. You know, yeah, a little business suit. A little business suit, a little fake suit for time. the day. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, okay, like, okay, I can do that. And Zach yeah. was looking at me like, girl, you can do that. Like, yeah. don't count yourself. That's the best advice I got this yeah. week. Zach told me, don't count myself out of things. Okay, there you go. So, let me give you another piece of advice. When you borrow some money from somebody, make sure you pay them back on schedule. All right, guys. <laughs> We got to go. The time is up. <laughs> so you pay back on schedule, then people will, will always lend you money again. But if you find reasons to go he and ha, huh, no, I don't have it on schedule. But I still got it. It was coming. But it was coming. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make it all this money. And pay for that. No. Okay, you get my Jeff. See you guys later. Thanks for tuning in to Unfiltered Kitchen. Don't forget to hit the like button. Subscribe every once in a while. No, you only subscribe once. Once you subscribe, you're in. Yeah. Okay, take take a moment and subscribe. What I really dig, though, is the comments. If If you talk to me, I'll talk to you. You know, comments, reviews on the podcast stations, uh, podcast and uh, Spotify and uh, whatever else is out there. I don't know. Wherever else you get your podcast. Yeah, wherever else you get your podcast. Okay. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Oh, we have a version of um, Unfiltered Kitchen But by the time this will come out, it will already be out. If you haven't seen it, go take a look. Yes. I tear it up. Yes. We We tear it up. Beef cheek taquitos. I'm really on a beef cheek. On a beef cheek. Right now. All right. I think I'm going to go to goat next. Okay. Goodbye. All right. See you guys later. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.